Hey everybody, welcome back to episode six of Idle Conversations. I'm Mia. And I'm Kira. And today is gonna be a chatty one. We've just been I don't know, it's been a week, hasn't it? It has been a week. And I also like it makes me laugh because we've talked for like not quite an hour, like half an hour before we started recording this episode. And we've kind of we've gotten ourselves into like a chit-chatty mood. So I think we're just gonna continue chatting away for this episode yeah before we start I do want to say to work on this is just note to self but also putting it out there to hold us accountable maybe I think we need to come up with like a little beginning jingle or something oh definitely like a nice little intro or some sort of you know fade in fade out situation because well we were talking about it my editing skills are non-existent um as a matter of fact I don't know how to do anything and cut a podcast so literally what I do is chop the front and the end to get rid of the talking that we do before and after and just fingers crossed that we don't mess up in the middle of the podcast so that I don't have to figure out how to like re- rearrange stuff because I'm useless at that so we need to get better or I need to get better at that but I'm also like we were saying this earlier like it kind of like it's it's raw it's organic you know like it's just like you're really getting who the we phone. are the full you're getting everything like you literally are getting everything because we're not cutting everything out like when I edit I will um, like try and like chop chop it and not rearrange it because that would get quite complicated but like knowing that you're just chopping the beginning and end off I've literally gotten so lazy I'm like okay and I chop the end but um no last episode it was like a little stressful I'm not gonna lie like if you listen to it and listeners um there was a few moments where I just like decided to expose some names and people and so I had to thoroughly listen through the episode and make sure that I cut everything that's okay I think I did a good job I think you did I, I listened to it all the way through and I think it was good so that's good. I, I do listen to them all the way through almost every time I think this is so bad and maybe I shouldn't say this but I'm gonna say this anyways um the other day <laughs> the other day during um it was during a, like a rehearsal at dance and I was like on the side and I knew that I was going to be on side for basically like an hour and I was warming up I don't know doing my thing and like I was reviewing choreography and doing all that but I also was like I'm just gonna listen to one of our episodes and it genuinely was so enjoyable like, really? not, like yeah like I was like just on literally like I was in the dance studio like supposed to be paying attention which I was I was paying attention but in my like left ear I also had a little idle conversations playing and it was it was kind of nice you had a little pod going on in the pod. I, did. You know what I, I, mean? I know what you mean. No, it was actually really enjoyable because I like obviously like listening to them like while I'm editing and stuff, but listening to it kind of from like a viewer and listener perspective, I guess it was like, it sounded, I was like, wow. I just like listening to myself talk. Love it. Oh, Love dude. the honesty. No, sometimes, sometimes I get, so, I'll just be going like having a conversation with someone in, in real life. Mm-hmm. and I'll just be going and I'm like oh holy shit they haven't gotten a word in and, and I need to like remind myself to pause because yeah. when I get going on something that I'm really interested in oh my god it it doesn't it just, stop. It just doesn't it's a train that just doesn't stop there's yeah there's no stops on this train but um I was gonna say little miss you have a driving test tomorrow oh my god we're driving I was gonna say we're driving right oh, into wait, it I have a question really quick because this uh, is what I was gonna say yes um what do you guys do like say so say you're you're saying how you're listening to podcasts while mm-hmm. dancing like what did, are you guys do you guys have headphones in before you guys go into rehearsal like what's the deal I want to know 
what the atmosphere is like. Paint- okay, I'll set the scene. I'll paint a picture for you. Yeah. Okay. So last week in particular, we had an amazing experience. Like last week was probably the highlight of my like dancing career since I started dancing when I was three years old. Um, a man named John Elaine came and he's like the most... He used to choreograph like New York City Ballet. Like he was the previous director of Ballet BC. Like he's a big guy. He's so incredible. Like I wasn't like I was expecting to have like an amazing week with him. But like it was just it was like the most stressful and nerve wracking week of my life because he's like terrifying, but also like amazing and so like patient and understanding. But like anyways, I could talk about him forever, but I'll give a little, I'll set the atmosphere of what it was like in the room with him. So he, it was over Zoom because he's actually from Montreal. So he wasn't able to come in person. And basically each day he would work on two or three people, but you were still required to be in the room. So there's like two or three dancers like in the studio, like actually dancing with him. And then the rest of us are just on the sides and we'll be like, you have like your warm ups on, your little leg warmers, your little booties, you know, and you're kind of rehearsing your material so we all have like count like sheets that have like one two three four five six like counts and you're like practicing your you can't see me because I'm because this is obviously a recording but like I'm like robot dancing yeah it's a, the move is a little more cool than that but um you're dancing you're practicing you're like dancing to to the counts and you're stretching warming up like you're paying full attention but like you also like have music in maybe like to what you're about to dance I was just like not being a very good student and decided to put idle conversations in my ear. But then I actually also stressed me out because I was worried. I was getting so into it that I was like, I'm going to get distracted. So I did have to stop it. So I didn't make it through the whole episode. But um, so the conversation that compelling. (laughs) Well, it was more, you know, it was more just no, it really was. But it was also just like I was like really getting invested in it. And then I was like, shoot, like I have to like pay attention. And my friend Roxana and I like we share the same role and what kind of set me out of it was like watching her like go over something and I was like oh I need to go over that as well um because I was like going over it but like mindlessly a bit I don't know if I should be admitting this but anyways I feel like we all we're human (laughs) we're all human but no last week was it was such a cool experience and no it was just incredible and I don't know if I set the scene very well in the studio everyone's kind of doing their own thing like I don't like before class like everyone gets to like half an hour to an hour before we're all just like warming up chatting stretching like half an hour before class is like my favorite time I was gonna say that's always the best time is like right before the train or Mm -hmm. whatever and then everyone's talking in a good mood Mm -hmm. that's so nice but I'm because I'm trying to like picture it the only ballet visual I watched Black Swan last year the one with Natalie Portman oh god that's an interesting intense movie that's good yeah but you know when they all have their little puffy shoes on and yes, yeah, booties. the booties and the warm-ups and stuff which by the way side note i think all of that stuff is becoming very it's gonna get into the trend cycle i know it oh it already god I'm that's sick. funny yeah so you'll be you'll be well equipped for that one um i'd show you mine but they're all the way across the room but no like it's very accurate like we are all wearing like warm-ups and like I don't know. I don't know what it is with dancers. Like either some people will wear like very like tight Lululemon kind of warm ups, and then other people wear like a baggy t shirt, baggy pants, like multiple layers, like scarves. Like everyone kind of has their own like 
what they like to warm up in um I definitely say I go back and forth like I dabble I love my oversized warming up because it's just like comfy and cozy but then something about wearing like something a little bit more like tight and like a vest you feel kind of like prima ballerina you just feel kind of like ooh, yeah yeah what you go for but I guess yeah if you're wearing I can so see like the the bun and then a a tight you know those like mom vests that are really tight and have yes yeah 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 yeah, not like a cool puffy vest but like Uh a a mom vest and I've got a few of those like I've got a variety like it really depends also on like what's happening that day like if I have like Kate today my day was like very classical like I had like a ballet class a point class and then nutrition and then another ballet class so like a very ballet based day so I like really like felt I wore like a white leo like I was really in my like classical feeling yeah yeah I like that that's so there's something about the whole that like world ballet world yeah it's just so I mean obviously it's elegant because that's what you guys do but it's it's just cool I don't know it's also so like not normal like same with like I feel like an athlete's like training and stuff but like dance specifically like it's so funny our teachers will remind us like it's not normal to wear like a leo and tights every day like yeah like and I don't know like it's funny because it's like I don't feel naked at all wearing my tights and leo but like I feel like to the outside person it's like you're wearing no clothes if you were like, to tell me that I had to go somewhere, not public, because you guys aren't really in public, but if I had to go in front of a room of people in tights and a leotard, I wouldn't, oh, I would do it, but not gladly, you know? Yeah. No, it's, it is weird. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I'm, I also, am, I'm just going to throw this in there now. I was, um, I work hard in the studio. I feel like I made it sound like I don't try at all on your face you look so concerned no No, I'm just gonna just knowing um I I honestly don't know who's listening to this but just throwing it out there I do pay attention 99% of the time but once in a while I just I just gotta dabble in idle conversations I'm a a big supporter (laughs) it's fine you can't expect yourself to be focused and on it 100% of the time you're in there for how many hours a day I think it's okay 20 minutes of your day you take out to do something else other than listen to classical music or whatever and point your toes you know not that that's what you, love it no i love it okay well shall we move on yeah we talk about driving yeah you go this is this oh. is about you wow this I is have, like i, I feel like license. that's true you do have your license i feel like i'm really talking a lot in this episode i am where am I going with this? Oh, driving. Yeah. Okay. So tomorrow I have my driving test. Second time's the charm. Second time. Second time's the charm. Um, okay. The, what's frustrating though is like I feel I felt way more prepared for my first one, and I basically passed. Well, obviously I didn't pass it, but like I basically passed it. Like I met. I didn't even like mess. I feel like I've already talked about this. Yeah, it's okay. Have I? like yeah but now you have well I'm not gonna repeat the whole story then you can I don't know I feel like I've talked about this in an early episode but I am long story short didn't obviously pass the first time and so we're going back tomorrow 11 a.m we'll pull up we'll do it I don't know like I'm like nervous but I'm also at this point just like Kira do your best and see what happens it's gonna be fine I mean well we were talking about this before and I mean you elaborate on how you feel about driving alone but Mm -hmm. You were saying that you aren't the most confident in your okay. Yeah, here's the ability. So that yeah. could pose an issue. 
okay see I'm not the most confident driver and the thing is (laughs) but it's like I think part of it is because like right now just also okay no here let me clear my thoughts it's a cycle it goes back and forth I don't really enjoy driving but I think that's partly because I'm not super confident in it but I'm not super confident in it because I don't really enjoy driving so I don't practice a lot the two really don't help each other out and this sounds awful but like even if I like let's say I get my end tomorrow I'd love to get my end tomorrow like I'd love to have that freedom but there's also a part of me that's like I'm also slightly terrified to drive by myself so I'm like will that come across in the test tomorrow I don't know so I'm gonna fake it till I make it whoops I'm gonna fake it till I make it I'm gonna drive as confidently as I can and I think with practice with my end (laughs) I'll be great so say okay so say you make it you get your end Uh hypothetical but hopefully fingers crossed you get it are you gonna drive on your own that same day well okay realistically no because I'm at dance till like seven but um when's like the following day I have like one class I definitely would drive around the neighborhood by myself I don't know if I'd necessarily take on like some major crazy roads right away I feel like I'd have to adjust just like (laughs) you know what's so funny is I just like picture myself like in like dead silence like rolling down my driveway like driving around my neighborhood but like too scared to have music on so I'm just like you see this one girl like driving around in circles by herself um no I definitely would like the idea of driving by myself um you have to it's like a rite of passage to no I know it is it's part life you get it I remember I'll give my little my little anecdote I Failed first time in North Van. And then I had to go to Squamish to take it again, which is... Wait, I thought you went to Chilliwack. You went to... No, 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 no. So no, to Squamish. For those of you who don't know, but I feel like most of our listeners are still... We're still in the early stages. So we are. don't tell the listeners that we know. Um, well, we do have 3% from the States. So I don't know who those people are. Well, hey, guys. I guess. <laughs> um... But to anyone who knows the area in which we exist in here, North Vancouver is notorious for just failing people, or at least they were before COVID happened. Mm -hmm. And to be fair, I did almost hit someone on a left turn and I got honked at and... (gasps) That's how I failed my first one. Like it was a left turn. Yeah, you get stressed. Well, I got honked at and then it all went downhill. Was it when it was like yellow and you like had to go fast because it's otherwise going to be red? Like, you know, when it's like not an advanced green? No, you know what happened? Where's <laughs> yours an advanced green? I was just stupid. Like I I did the left turn properly, but then, uh, well, obviously not properly because I almost hit someone, but they were just walking and I didn't really see them, whatever. Oh, like yeah. someone walking the street. I thought it was someone, like it was an actual person, like not a car. Yes. No, 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 no. Like, yeah. And then my, it was fine. I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't like that close to hitting them. But mm-hmm. my instructor guy puts his hands on the dashboard. He goes, what are you doing? And then I was like, ah. And then, and then very shortly after that, the test ended. Because I think he was probably scared for his own life. Um, and then. Wait, can I interrupt you for a quick yeah. second? You know what's frustrating about my first test is it's like, I like she kept me driving like so we drove for probably like 15 20 minutes no 15 minutes then the left turn happened then we drove for another like 20 minutes and the last 20 minutes were so good like the whole thing was so good 
then we park and she's like yeah it was just that one left turn I'm gonna have to ask you to come back and I was like so you kept me driving for all of that time like to when you already knew that like after that left turn you're gonna fail anyways sorry yeah I don't know how the testing procedures work or whatever but I guess maybe they have like a time quotient to fill or something Mm -hmm. or quota I don't know um but that is kind of shitty that she just kept you she literally gave you false hope I mean if I I mean I don't know if it was really that bad you should have like you yourself would have been like oh okay I probably failed but that's the thing it wasn't like bad enough like I knew I was like oh like because she was like oh like she made a noise and I was like oh shit like she wasn't happy with that decision but it was also again I think I've already explained it but it was like one of those things where it was like realistically it wasn't dangerous like people were getting on the bu- you know what I mean like it was a bus coming towards me but people were getting on the bus I wasn't gonna pull out in front of a bus anyways we don't need to talk about it more but um go back to you I've they've heard enough of my driving <laughs> let's hear about yours well it's not really getting better with my story because <laughs> I, I too am not a great driver or I I am now but I wasn't when I first started so anyway whatever a month goes by I don't know how long and it's really hard to book tests too because mm-hmm. they're always packed. You have to like wait, get on wait list, whatever. Months. Some people, mm-hmm. Yeah, some people go at like 6 a.m. and just wait for an opening. Anyway, so I find, I don't know how I find a find a booking um, for Squamish. So then me and my mom, we drive over to Squamish and then I'm going, taking my test. Everything's good. I've never driven in Squamish before because I don't live there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was simpler than yeah the roads I feel like I can picture them they're simpler than North Van roads yeah and it's it's pretty small whatever so we're driving everything's going good and then at the very end I don't know what possessed me but I <laughs> zoomed I <laughs> stepped on it as we're pulling into the parking lot I step on it and then I go over the curb and I was like oh shit because everything was basically perfect until then except I did let people jaywalk because they were already there and then I let them go and she got mad at me for that, but it was fine um what were you gonna like drive through them and hit them though like what was yeah, that so she was like well you're not supposed to do that I was like okay well do you want me to kill somebody instead what is <laughs> we don't have another option here ma'am um anyway so I'm I'm pulling pulling up into I'm doing the parking you know mm-hmm. and then we sit there and it's quiet and she goes so there were some mistakes and then I'm like oh no I, I can't like, I can't yeah that's so bad. I just want to get my thing, you know? Yeah. And then she goes, but I'm going to give you your, your end, whatever. And I was like, oh yeah, woo, whatever. Anyway, she was really, really rude. Anyone who's taken also universal experience for those people who have taken their test in Squamish, anyone who's taken their test in Squamish knows and no disrespect, but kind of disrespect the lady there. She can't revoke my license now. It doesn't matter. I can say what I want. She's so rude. She was so rude. I was trying to like make conversation, small talk, mm-hmm. whatever. She was so cold. And I I don't know if I blame her or not because she does have to drive around with teenagers all day, but mm-hmm. still. It was like, come on, she was not nice. Um, she didn't give me my end though, so thank you. Anyway, so I get my end. And then I'm driving to school later that same day. Um, all is great. And then I go to the student parking lot and I could have parked next to any of the other cars. So how our student parking lot was is like most people will park at the front of the lot so they don't have to walk a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And then the back is all empty. But I was too scared to park on my own beside another car. So I go to the very back where there's no cars, whatever. Mm-hmm. I pull in. I am straddling the line with my car. 
I have to get I have to get back out. I have to repark. There's people watching me now at this point. And then I finally <laughs> figured out whatever. And then I go inside. And when you got your N in high school, that first day you'd be like, Yeah, I got my N. Everyone you you would tell everybody and yeah. you would not yeah. about it. And then with that came the offering to drive people. Oh and god. Oh, I'll drive you. I just got my N. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to go to Squamish again? Oh, I'll drive you. No worry that I don't live there. I'll I just got my N. So then that night, okay, there is a point to this story. It has to do with confidence in driving and love it. Love it. Keep going. Um, so that night we had a little team. I remember this. It was a team field hockey party, like a year-end wrap-up, whatever. And then I was um designated driver because I'm responsible. Um, and I I will let everyone know that I offered because what had I just done? I had just gotten my N. So I will designate a drive. And then it's past 12, which at this point, you're not supposed to be driving. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that's not allowed. Um, but I didn't know that. And whatever, it doesn't matter. What I did know is that you're not supposed to run a red light, right? Yeah. Right. Common road rules. Yeah. And so I drop off my, I drop off my, my last passenger, um, my last precious cargo, if you will. And then I'm driving down the street and it's, there is streetlights or whatever, you know, stop signs, stoplights on the street but it's not like a very busy street so I just wasn't thinking and I <laughs> you already know that I had the music going I was love it the vibe you were yeah you were in a movie yeah it was it was dark it felt very um if anyone's watched Perks of Being a Wallflower you know when they're going oh, yeah. yeah 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 it felt very like that and I was trying to recreate that for myself um and then mid-song I think to myself oh I just ran a red light First, first day, six hours into having my, a little bit more than six hours into having my license, which is fine. People run red lights all the time, but it's just not something that I, I mean, we're not saying run red lights we're not promoting running red lights, but it happens. Sometimes you just, oops. (laughs) No, like it's so dangerous first off, but thank God there was nobody else. It was so late at night and also like no one goes on that street anyway, but just the fact that I did that so mindlessly and just kept going and <laughs> didn't even register that there was a, a flashing red, not flashing, just a blaring stop sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red light. Yeah. And I just completely disregarded it. And so I'm self-incriminating right now, but that's fine. That's fine. Um, it was two years ago, so I would hope that no one would hold it against me because since then I've been doing lots of driving and have not ran any red lights since then. Maybe a yellow to get past fair enough on a left turn but other than that yeah so there's my story with driving that all happened in a very short amount of time literally one day so yeah that's very eventful that must have been that's a very eventful day for you it was yeah and then I remember I got home and I was like mom I ran a red light and then she's like Mia you know they're gonna take away your license and I was like what she's like yeah you know they have cameras and then I was like oh my god and then I remember I told some girl (laughs) I told some girl in my I this is I don't know why but I because people were asking they're like oh like how was your test or whatever and I was mm-hmm. like yeah pass whatever and then I told somebody that I ran a red light by accident because I was like oh oops mm-hmm. um I thought it'd be like a fun not a funny story to tell because it's not fun but you know and then she told my friends and then they all a- anyway it was a thing for a few weeks um that I ran a red light the first day that I you know, ran. but fair enough I fun don't blame them for making fun of me for it so yeah 
Yeah, no, that's, I like that story. Thanks for sharing that. I am, um, no, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Like, I'm, am I, well, mixed emotions. Obviously, I'm a little nervous, but I'm also excited. And I just don't know what to expect because the thing is, it's like, as long as I focus, it can't go, like, I know how to drive. Like, it can't go horribly wrong. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. I'll just do my best. You're going to be fine. Don't even, don't think about it. Don't think about it. You're going to, tomorrow, less than, no, a little over 12 hours from now, you're going to walk out of there with the shiny green license. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. So, Love it. Yeah. thanks for the boost of confidence. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, I hope you can just enjoy, sort of relish in my, lack of driving ability don't worry if i can pass so can you thank you shall we we don't have really any (laughs) other subjects planned for this except there was one that i came that i um that came to mind yesterday actually and i don't know i feel like we can elaborate elaborate and talk about it in this episode um and that's the uh, the concept of change um and it came from because mia Mia's going back. <laughs> Mia's going back to Toronto on Thursday. Is that right? Yeah, Thursday. Yeah. And what kind of came to my mind was like when you go back to school or you change your environment, like your routine changes and the people you're with. I don't know, like everything changes when you when you move somewhere. And so it got me thinking, Mia, and anyone listening, how do you how do you deal with change? Do you like it? I know some people like absolutely thrive from it and some people like despise it and it stresses them out i'll talk about my own experience of change later but first mia let's like are you looking forward to going back to toronto like what's tell us a little bit about that yeah i i don't know and i know that's bad this is the thing last year i found myself in a very similar situation where i came back home after first term and with sort of no plane ticket back but thinking that i was going to go back and then i just never ended up going back and I stayed home Mm -hmm. um and it turned out being fine uh it was a little bit boring and lonely I'll admit which you know I I got to become my own best friend which was kind of fun um the conversations I had in my head were great but most important ones though as well yeah but like in all seriousness it was fine it wasn't you know nothing to write home about because I was home um but it was just kind of neither here nor there now I feel more excited to go back because I've been here for two months already now. Mm-hmm. I came back really early in December just because all my exams were online. So I thought might as well. Um, and I was supposed to go back January 5th or something, January 10th, maybe. And I'm still here. Um, so it, it feels like it's the right time for change because I don't do anything. If you've noticed, if anyone's noticed, we stopped doing the weekly recaps because I have nothing to recap. I have nothing to say about anything that I do because I do not do anything. Every single day is essentially the same for me, which I don't mind. There's a routine in that. There's a, definitely a routine. <laughs> and I don't mind it, but now it's like, okay, it's getting a bit, for lack of a better word, like monotonous, you know? Um, actually, that's a good word. What am I saying? Um it's just getting really repetitive. Yeah. And I, I think it'll be good to go back to school. Also, I need to go back because my classes are going in person. So I don't really have a choice, but yeah, that's, that's how I feel. Exciting. About, that's like my immediate feelings about going back to Toronto, but we can talk about 
how I actually feel about change in general and like on a broader scope. Mm -hmm. Sorry, my friend just sent me a little message. Um, I, what was I gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say going like in-person classes. Have you had in-person classes? Yeah. Like in your university experience? Cause I know some people that like haven't actually had any in-person classes since starting university back in like 2020. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy because one of, so one of my roommates at my school, um, shout out roommates. I don't know if any of them listen to this, but Hey, um, and she is in kin kinesiology and their whole, I don't even think, I think the first two years right now. So both first years and second years are all online every single class. And that's the only program I know at my school. That's like that. Um, and I, so I had this term like this past semester, most of my classes were in person. No, I lie. One of them was, and then I had tutorials in person and then all of my like art classes were online and then those tutorials would be in person, but whatever, it doesn't matter. And it's fine. I don't really hate doing online. Yeah. Like, do you have a preference, but do you have a preference? Like, do you prefer, I guess they're so different. Maybe it's hard to like say which one you prefer. I don't know. Do you like have one you prefer? You know what it is, is I, I can't keep up with the pace that the lecture <laughs> is going. So if I'm in person, I, I have my computer, you know, typing in the little lecture hall, very university, and I'm trying to keep up, but I, I, I can't. And I think it's hard for anyone to like, it just, mm-hmm. you, you miss something. And then you, you have like a line that they said, and you're like, oh, this is important. You start writing it down. You're like, oh shit, I forgot what the rest of the sentence yeah. was. Um, so for stuff like that, I don't like it, but now this term, my courses are more like studio based or for studio based courses. And hopefully next year. Mm-hmm. everything goes according to plan when I'm taking more studio courses or if I'm taking more studio courses those obviously are way better to be in person because you're actually like doing physical stuff um but for lectures and stuff I don't really mind if it's recorded and then you can stop it take your own notes on your own time mm-hmm. I learned I learned better that way I do like to take some nice notes um so yeah that's how I feel about it I don't know what's it like for you guys with like your classroom stuff well our like classroom stuff like since people come to my dance school it's like we're fully like we're just in the studio like we just wear masks but like we're just very dancer-esque just sitting on the floor listening to different little lectures I I actually really enjoy them like we have one right now that's like the history of jazz and jazz history and the lady teaching it like she's so like passionate about it so it makes it so interesting to listen to her talk about it and like we're talking just a lot about like different cultural things and just like I don't know the hit like it's just really interesting so I really do enjoy the academic components to my dancing but yeah yeah this is what I was gonna say about that is that it's like when you have a really good professor or lecturer mm-hmm. then it it means a lot for it to be in person I think um I had this one class again this is a shout out to my other roommate um we had this class RSM 270 operational behavior no operations management and it is quite literally the most boring class of life um or at least for me it was because Mm -hmm. I do not care to figure out how the how to calculate how many orders you need to get in per month of a certain type of sandwich or something whatever um and no offense to anyone who finds that stuff interesting anyway the professor though was great and he was really like engaging and would talk to the students and he kind of made that class as enjoyable as it could be um 
regardless of the fact that I would literally fall asleep halfway through. Anyway, so he was a good lecturer. So stuff like that, I think it's important to have like a nice in-person experience, but for the most part in your undergrad, like I don't think you're going to have, Hey, we're back. So anyway, yeah, what I'm saying is I think it's good to have in person if you have a good lecture, but I was saying that in your undergrad, like chances are you're going to have a lot of dodgy lectures that aren't too good and don't really care. Um, And you're mostly interacting with TAs a lot too, which are students as well, like upper years or master students. So eh, it doesn't really matter for that, Mm -hmm. at least for me. I guess it depends per program. Anyway, going back to change as a whole. Going back to change as a whole. um, How do you feel about it? How do I feel about change? I love change. Like I, I think maybe... I don't know like I like to think your experience and how you feel about change stems a lot from like what it was like for you as a child because I feel like if you didn't experience a lot of change as a kid maybe it's difficult for you as you get older to experience change because it's like slightly unfamiliar um that's just an observation I I experienced quite a big change at quite a young age I moved to countries and I think my parents definitely thought like I was like quite young when I moved so I think it was like oh it's not gonna have that big of an impact because she's quite young but it really did like I've stayed connected with a lot of my friends like back home in England and I have very much like attachment to England and that side of me and the change of then moving to Vancouver like you have to get comfortable with like being in this new space like I'm feeling kind of like different at the beginning like I mean I lost my accent pretty quickly um so I didn't necessarily like stand out for too long in Canada like that but I definitely did have like my moments of like god this is like a new place like this is yeah like it, it was a change and then moving from Vancouver to Victoria was another change and that change was a little bit more challenging but it was again like I enjoy it like I like the feeling of something new like I find it quite exhilarating and just like what's it going to be like it's like this new opportunity I don't know it's kind of a cliche but I know one thing that people kept telling me when I was moving from Vancouver to Victoria was it's like it's like a new opportunity to have like a new personality and not that you necessarily want to like change yourself but it's like you can start completely fresh like change allows you to have like second chances and I'm all for second chances and like trying again and just like I don't know I just want to keep saying like try again like I just yeah I don't know I find change quite exciting and though I like my routines very much I think routines have to be pretty flexible and adaptable. Um, like I think a solid routine is one that can change and can adjust to where you are and what you're doing. And I guess I would say I'm one of those people that, yeah, I thrive off of change and new things and I do like crave it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I like what you're saying about how it's like a second chance or because what it is really is in your case moving and stuff it's it's like an opportunity to just branch out and do new things and obviously you kept certain things in your life very constant like dance whatever um which is super important and the I think that's what's important is like when you're going through a change is to have certain things that you can kind of keep you know things that are your thing and close to you um to kind of keep you like grounded or whatever mm-hmm. um I also I'm gonna add I also think like change like it opens up so many like opportunities and experiences that you might have not had or thought you could have experienced if you weren't to kind of accept that change. And I think change like encourages so much growth. Like I think 
if I hadn't experienced the changes in my life that I've experienced, I think I'd be again, kind of cliche, but a completely different person. Um, and I actually wrote about this in like my personal statement when I was applying to a program in the UK, funny enough, like I talked about how like, yeah, this idea that change brings so many opportunities, so many experiences, and it encourages so much growth that I feel like is just so important for like a person to experience. Anyways, I was thought I'd throw that in there. Yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's important too. And I, I like what you said about when you experienced it at a young age. And I guess that moving all the way across the world, like, although you were what grade, what grade were you in? When you moved? Like kindergarten. Yeah. Like, so I was young. Like I was like four years, like I was four or five years old. Like I was young, but it, I think it did have a bigger impact than maybe I, I think, I don't know. Yeah. I will say, I do still think of you as having a British accent in my head you still have a British accent I don't know that's crazy I don't know when I lost it I think it was like grade three or grade four yeah I don't know when I went to our elementary school I didn't have one but I think I had one at our primary school yeah which I don't that's so long ago but I I just still will always picture you with like a little posh British accent which I like and I think it's fun but I also like your voice but in my head see when I think about I'm like, oh, I'm gonna talk to Kira later today. I'm thinking, I'm speaking to someone who's British, you know? Oh, I love it. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. For me, I think I like I love change. I I was I was writing about it earlier because I was trying to think like, oh, I, I knew we wanted to talk about it a little bit. And mm-hmm. I kind of sit in the middle because I am good with anything. I like to do the same thing every single day, obviously, as that's what I've been doing for basically the past two years. Like I, I mm-hmm. don't, I haven't had a lot of changes and I don't think a lot of people have, um, but I'm kind of okay with it at this point. And I, I have grown really, really comfortable in just doing the same thing every single day, like waking up, doing my workout, whatever, doing school. If I have it, I watch a lot of the YouTube, whatever, making some art, like very chill, but it's the same sort of thing every day. And I don't, I don't leave my house like literally today I had to go buy some stuff just to, like get ready for my trip or whatever and that was the first time in two months that I've gone out really besides maybe I saw my friends like twice mm-hmm. um, outside and stuff and safely and everything but yeah so I'm fine not changing anything but on the other hand like I need it one that's why I chose to go to a school that you know, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have the opportunity to like be able to do that. So I chose to, to go and do that because I was like, okay, I need something different. Right. And like mm-hmm. a new experience. And I think that's what a lot of students and I, I guess people our age in general think about when they're picking or for those people who are going to school or like trying to find a new opportunity, they look for that change. Um, and then the people who don't often stay around, which is also fine. Um, mm-hmm. If you were to put me anywhere I would be perfectly fine. I think I would really in- enjoy that whole aspect of like being a new person in a whole new place. You know what I mean? If you put me- It's the, yeah, I'm going to throw some ideas out there. First one is it's like, it's that excitement of like first, like that first, like walking around a new city for the first time, finding like where you're going to get a coffee for the first time, finding like those firsts I find really exciting about change. And then I also just want to like, this is kind of a question and a comment, like it's there's I feel like there's a difference between a change in environment and a change in routine like I definitely feel more uncomfortable with like change of environment um 100% love that change of routine that's a little bit of a different story like I think I do like my routines and kind of sounding a little bit repetitive but like 
a good routine, I think, is one that you are able to adapt and kind of be flexible with. But I do definitely struggle more with like a change in routine. And I don't know. I'm also, I guess, throwing that out there as a question. Like, do you find one easier than the other? Do you prefer one over than the other? That's a really good synthesis, if you will. I, I was, <laughs> when you said like, oh, change in routine versus change in actual I get like location environment, something mm-hmm. like a bigger change like that. Mm-hmm. I think I'm with you with on that one that I I do the same thing when I'm in a new place. Cause for me right now, that new place, I'm still doing school. And so it's wake up, go to school, practice, whatever. So it's mm-hmm. it's pretty much the same thing every single day. Um, and that doesn't really change when it does. That's when I notice that like my my mood sort of changes. For example, like when our season ended obviously that was a huge shift in routine because we had so much more free time and that like, it didn't affect me. It was, it was fun to have like a little bit of a break, but then after a few weeks, it's like, okay, I would like to get back into some sort of structure. Um, so I do like having structure. That's one thing I, that's something that I don't like about like a change in routine. Um, but yeah, change in environment for sure. Like I, I am okay as long as I can keep sort of some things from that routine. You know what I mean? No, I totally agree. I think there's like, I mean, I don't think, I don't know a single person I think that like likes completely new, like 100, like I think you take things from what you've experienced and bring that into the change. Like, I don't think, like, I think it's impossible. Like as humans, we accumulate like things over time. And I think it would be really difficult to like go to a new place and not hang on to a few of those things from your routine back home or back wherever you were coming from. Um So I completely like, I think it's human to be, to have things like natural, just like habits, like well yeah yeah, I think as humans we are creatures of habit you know Mm -hmm. and when you when you pick up on certain things that kind of make you go you Mm -hmm. it's unlikely that you're going to want to get rid of them unless Mm -hmm. they're like not serving you anymore so yeah I don't know I I yeah I don't know I I would now I'm now that I'm thinking about it and we're on the topic I'm looking forward to a little bit of a change now what are your thoughts on like spontaneous like things happening because here's the thing I like love change hate spontaneous well no hate's a very strong word I don't hate it but I struggle with it like I need oh gosh you know no I I think spawn being spontaneous is different than change I think like I I do need like a plan a bit like I don't like if someone's gonna message me right and be like hey let's do this at this time I'm gonna be like whoa 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 like that was a little spontaneous girl like I don't know if I can do that like I'm not great with spontaneous can you use that word in a different way? I'm struggling to like put that word into a sentence. Like I'm not good with the spontaneous. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Like that's not like, or it's not that I'm not good with it, but I don't necessarily enjoy it. How do you do with spontaneous? Yeah. That's a good one. (laughs) I used to think, I used to think that I was fun and crazy and like super spontaneous, which also like not true in high school. I didn't do anything crazy at all, (laughs) but I, I think that like, I, yeah, I used to, where am I going? I used to really enjoy, you know, fun things. And then again, this is definitely something that a lot of people have experienced, but then when COVID happened and everything, I just, I can't anymore. If someone were to text me right now and be like, let's go out, forget about COVID and stuff. Everything's safe. And you can go out and go to a club and just have a good time. Mm-hmm. Right now, if someone was like, let's go have fun, drinks on me, I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would want to do that. I'd be like, I need a few days to prepare and know that I'm going to do said. No. Or even I'll use my friend, for, for example, like Charlotte, if she's listening. Hey, 
um, in the summer, I, we were talking about this before, she'll text me and be like, oh, let's go for a drive mm-hmm. to X place, whatever. And I don't know, go sit and watch the sunset. And the amount of times where I'm like, oh yeah, sure. And then two minutes later, I'm like, wait, I don't really want to leave my house. Yeah. Is a lot. And so I think in that sense, I've kind of lost that. Spontaneous. But I do want to get it back. And I think I did get it back a little bit when I went back to school this past term mm-hmm. because I don't know, we just did a lot more spontaneous things. Like it well, was- I was going to say, like, here's a thought. Like, I feel like change, like going somewhere new introduces like spontaneous activities. You know why? I think it's because it's that whole like, oh, starting new a little bit, mm-hmm. new person, new place, new me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think you could kind of think of it like that, or at least that's the way I am telling myself I'm thinking about it because yeah, it kind of makes sense in my head too like you're in a new place so you might as well kind of try and have more fun and be more spontaneous and because you want to experience these things and I think a lot of people when they go somewhere new they don't want to waste any opportunities you mm-hmm. know what I mean it's kind of like a oh well, I'm only here once so mm-hmm. in that sense I think it makes sense or, yeah we are we okay so last time oh we're talking about the timer and we bring up the timer i I turned it off because you were mid-sentence and there was i looked at my thing eight seconds left so i was like i'm not gonna let it go off right in the middle how have we done what do we know what how long we've been talking for we're over 40 minutes for sure but it's okay last time we what did we say we're gonna be at like 40 40 minutes i think 40 minutes i think it was like 59 minutes in the end it ended up being an hour and that was after editing so which to be fair that's also like shorter on the shorter side like some of our episodes are like an hour and 10 minutes i feel like we've done well this episode like if we don't drag the ending on for too long i feel like we can really end this one on the shorter side i was gonna say this has been a good one like i've really enjoyed it i know me too i was kind of well we were kind of going back and forth about whether or not we should film tonight because it's just been it's been a day and it's been Mm -hmm. a week but no, I'm glad we did because I actually had a really enjoyable chat and I, I got really quite into some some of my stories. So no, I thoroughly enjoyed all of them. There were new ones as well. Like sometimes I feel like we talk and it's like some of the things maybe we've talked about in the past a bit, but this was like fully new conversation. Yeah. It. it was so good. No, you know what I kind of like, and I guess we can, I mean, putting it out to the listeners, however many there are of you. <laughs> I don't know what kind of format I like more I kind of like the whole chit chat thing and obviously this is something we can discuss later but mm-hmm. um I like doing a little chit chat a little some sort I'm in of- yeah I- I'm enjoying this like bringing a little bit of like a theme or a topic obviously so the conversation somewhat guided but no just like chatting with you because that's what we do best just talking to each other oh that's so cute yeah it really is what we do best. <laughs> so if anyone has any suggestions of what they like the I don't know if, if this was last episode or the episode before that we put, we sort of, we did a, what's it called? Is it a, what do they call it when it's like a, a poll? A question? A, no, no, you know, when restaurants have like a survey? A soft, a soft opening, you know, and it's like they kind of slowly like open their restaurant. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We sort of did a soft release of the podcast <laughs> and like announcement um, on my Instagram and on yours. But so I don't know if that was last time or this time, but. If we have any new listeners, hey guys, thanks for being out here. Thank you for joining. Um, yeah, I guess I don't even know what I was we were going. I was going somewhere with that, but but I feel it, like we can it just it stopped. Just <laughs> the train just stopped. Well, I feel like we could totally wrap it up. I thought that was a very solid conversation, and I hope the listeners, I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, I hope you guys took away some driving tips, if anything, from oh god, from our little. <laughs> adventures but yeah 
and come okay. back next time to hear if I pass my test or not. Oh, yeah, almost forgot about that. Crazy. Yeah, tune in next time. You guys have to come back to see if Kira got her in. Oh, exciting. Okay, well, on that note, thanks we'll everybody for listening. Bye.